Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. This is Reservations. I'm Jeremy Blair. And I'm Rain Whalen. And this is our second part of our two-part Tron episode. Yeah. Tron yeah. Legacy. Yeah, so. man. Uh, but before we get into it, uh, I mean, I was I was going to say uh, Happy Halloween, but relative... Because relative to this recording, uh, Halloween's tomorrow, but right. when it comes out, it'll be... All Souls Day. Yeah. What? All Souls Day. That's November 2nd. It's a holy day of obligation. So, in the Catholic world, it's a holy day of obligation. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, it's All Saints Day, then All Souls Day, and then you're done. Um, until, like, you know, fucking Thanksgiving and Christmas and shit. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, Advent and, you know, whatever. Oh, but, my God. <laughs> but, Welcome uh, back to the Catholic podcast. Uh, shouldn't be hosting a show like that, but, um, <laughs> but that's what Tuesday is going to be also. So happy also statement. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I was going to say that, but I was like, you know what? By the time it comes out, it'll be pointless. Yeah. But I did want to plug this just real quick. Okay. Um, as many of our listeners know, uh, you and I are big fans of not only A24, yeah. but of podcasts, obviously. Um, I recently learned that they have their own podcast, yes, which I did not know, but of course, why wouldn't they, you know? Right. Um, and, uh, I haven't listened to the other episodes because I got an email because I'm on their email thread about David Lowry and Elijah Wood doing an episode together. It's so good. It is. Uh, I listen, it's, as our green Knight and ghost story episode proved, Jeremy and I are huge fans of David Lowry. Um, also big fans of Elijah Wood, especially how the trajectory of his career has gone post Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Not yeah, only yeah. still acting, but, you know, uh, produ- producing. producing. He, does his own, he has his own production company. Yeah. Or it works for, I don't know. No, uh, I think it's his. It's his? Yeah. Well, well I'm pretty it's sure. It's and he... He did Mandy. I know he produced Mandy and... Uh, oh, it's so... The, Mandy is so good. The color of space or something like that. Okay, so he's doing okay. He's I doing. Did, he's doing. A I lot didn't show. realize that was him. Um, I think I, I, I want to say in his Hot Ones episode, he mentions. Well, that he one loves too. you know what they talk about in the podcast for a while is how much they love horror movies and I as well. Yeah, uh, and so that was fun to hear them talk about you know like Hereditary and. Oh, you know, I, I as soon as I heard them bring up Hereditary, I was like, Jeremy's gonna lose his fucking mind. <laughs> I know. I was so excited. Uh, but yeah, it was a dope episode. Um, Zach also sent it to me, and so that's when I was oh, like, yeah. "Okay, I have to listen to this because everyone keeps sending it to me." Yeah, because I sent it to our group. Um, as soon as I heard about it, I I I, pl- I press play five minutes in. I was like, I was like, the boys got to hear this yeah. right now. Yeah, uh, and it's great. So if you want a different conversation from movies, check out the A twenty four podcast. I don't think there's a way I can link it in the YouTube video anywhere. Um, we may be able to put it in the description of the oh, episode. Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. I already sent you the description, by the way. So. Oh, you did? I did, yeah. I uh, just texted it to you yeah, oh. before we got started. Because well, I always forget to do it. So. Yeah. Like last week. Well, that's fine. I, yeah. I, I, I chalked it up to, he probably doesn't want to write one for this movie. Nope, I just forgot. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. So um, check that out, especially that episode. Great episode. It's the newest episode. Yeah. Because um, it answers some questions that yeah, I was kind of... big question that I had about the movie, and that was cool that I... About that, the Green Knight, we should mention. Yeah, about the Green Knight. And it was uh, a question that I was like, you know what? It's, I'm probably just not supposed to understand, but I'm glad that they talked about well, it. Well, and, and it's funny you say that because Elijah says the same thing. I feel like I wasn't smart enough to understand. Right. And I was and like... David maybe was I'm, like, no, no, no. Maybe no, no. I'm a stupid idiot. Because I'm a stupid dum-dum. Yeah. I'm just a stupid fucking idiot because I can't figure out what is going on in the beginning of this movie and uh, loved that he brought that up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that so, was really, really cool. So check that out, everyone. Um, after you listen to us, of course. Or we we want we want the attention first. I mean, I, I would like the attention first, but I totally understand if you want to turn yeah, us off. That's not a big deal. Well, so hang on, everyone. I, I loved how he, like, freaked Elijah out when he was like, yeah, dude, as soon as we were done with this, we started pre-production for Peter Pan and Wendy and he yeah. was like David David <laughs> but it that just shows how David uh, how he works yeah yeah man. projects Lowry, projects in pre in post now we gotta move on we gotta move on pre-production yeah, yeah. which is wild so I think I think he pretty much said that Peter Pan and Wendy's done 
I think is what he said. Anyway, conversation for another day. That is not really fun. <laughs> so, yes, uh, as you said in the intro, this is part two of yeah. our Tron two-parter because uh, when I decided to do this, I was like, well, we got we got to do both. We have to do both, especially because, as I said last week, um, Tron Legacy, which is the movie we're talking about, builds on a lot of things from Tron as a sequel should, but also answers some of the unanswerable questions from the first Tron. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you Would you agree to that? Sure. Um, uh, okay. So I I got to be honest with you. you. I liked this one less. Fuck. I liked this one less. I was really hoping you'd be like, I really like this one more. No, I liked it less. And here's... Okay. So... Okay, so, all right. Let's start there. So why why did you like the movie that was 30 years older? I I think what it was was... Was, was... I loved the aesthetics of the world of Tron. I loved the way it looked. I, okay. I didn't mind that it looked a little shoddy. I didn't mind that a it little looked clunky, old, right? Yeah. I loved the way it looked. And so it, when we go into this world, of course, you know, you're going to want to polish things up because it's, you know, a different whatever. I would have loved to see uh, Sam, right? Yes. Be pulled into 82 Tron. I would have loved to see them black and white rotoscoped. Yeah, uh, you know that classic style of you know the the overlaying the color and things like that. Mm. I would have loved to see that. Um, I get this is supposed to be a blockbuster, it's supposed to be you know bigger and better and you know slicker and all that. Um, well, especially also because this is a new grid too, right. so it had to look and feel different. Right, 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 right. And I listen, I get all of that. <laughs> I get all of it. I just. Really like the way the other one looks. Okay, well it's, then here, let me, let me then let me test this water. Okay. Do you like that? Pretty much all the movie is in the computer in this one. Yes, I I, I did. <laughs> but again, I was like, I wish it was eighty two. I because I, I tracked it. The hour and a half original, which is only in the computer for about an hour. Still the majority. Uh, still the majority. This one is the exact same. Thirty minutes in the real world, an hour and a half. Yeah. In the computer. Um, I was like, I feel like Jeremy's going to like that more. <laughs> yeah, I did. Because um, relatively speaking, it's the same, but... Now, I will tell you this. Okay. Tell me this. Tell, tell me this thing. The way it was shot, um, the cinematography, mm-hmm. wasn't much of a difference. Um, okay. between the real world and the computer world. Okay. Obviously, you know when you're in the computer world. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying... No, I, no, I get what you're saying. As where, you know, the original, we obviously knew we were in the computer because of how the camera is... It's completely different, right? I mean, yeah. it, it, it doesn't look anything like... The real world. Right. Now, again, I get it. <laughs> You're gonna be. I, want, I should put a counter at the bottom of the screen. Yeah, yeah I get it. I get it. No. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to <laughs> resemble the real world because it is a new grid. It is supposed to be more hyper realistic. It's supposed. To, got it. <laughs> also, this one was longer, and I didn't like it. <laughs> uh, where, where in the first one, I was never bored. In okay. the computer world, here I found myself being bored. Okay. In the computer world. Well, however, okay. I loved the cameos. You know, I loved Michael Sheen. I loved the two seconds of Killian Murphy. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I was really excited. I go, shit, is that Killian Murphy? Yeah. Oh my man. Uh, what you doing in Tron? What? Why? Why aren't you terrorizing Batman? Yeah. What you doing here? <laughs> so I was. I was excited that <laughs> Killian was. <laughs> In this one. <laughs> uh, but again, I have my I have qualms. Okay. I have qualms. Well, okay. So let's now that we've gotten through the, <laughs> the qualms portion, uh, or at least the, the prelude of the qualms. So let's let's tell the people what this movie is. So Tron Legacy. Um I would say here's my one qualm with the movie. Okay. Is it's kind of like what we were talking about after we saw Dune and I was telling you about Halloween Kills. 
they're trying to fit too much in to, to make it fit. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to rework, you know, uh, re-engineer the timeline. And that's what they kind of do with this. They kind of sort of re-engineer the timeline. Because the original is in 82, and then this movie starts in um, 89. So a seven-year gap where Sam uh, Flynn, oh, who they, because they repeatedly say it, his first name is Kevin, which I don't think they once said Kevin in the original. They just, no. we just knew that Flynn was his last name. Yeah, and so, but now I was like, Kevin. 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 Um, so here's my qualm. Sam is supposed to be, we uh, assume, seven years old. Yeah. That means in 1982, when we last left Flynn, um, uh, sorry, my Siri just activated. Um, Laura was her name, right? Sure. Sure. The girl. Uh which is how the movie treats her, by the way. Not us. Well, that's not what we're saying. But yeah, uh, leaves Alan, marries Kevin, yep. and immediately gets pregnant. Yeah, yeah. And then it dies is, three years later. Because it's like a year after he exits the world of Tron. Yeah, um, but then as they say that she passed away. Yeah. Well, see, but then again. Okay, there we go. Sorry, now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, wait, they never explicitly say that it's her. No, they don't. I guess you assume, I guess they were led to assume yes. then because... I absolutely assumed. That they, because they have a history. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's my main issue, mainly because that kid did not look seven years old. He looked 12 in 1989. Yeah. Um, I mean, they had to get older. Get, you know, the kid's got to memorize dialogue. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. a seven-year-old probably been like, yeah, it's not Dakota Fanning. Like, what's what's a clue again? Yeah, exactly. Like, <sighs> oh, my God. Codified likeness utility. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, who's this? Yeah. Who's this? That's Tron! <laughs> Bring in the 13-year-old. Yeah. Um, but that's my only qualm with it, is is they... they they're, I, I get it that they have to obviously connect it to the original... And yes, there's going to be a little inconsistency, but I felt like they, and I've always felt this from the first time I ever saw it, then seeing the original, mm-hmm. I felt like they could have made it a little bit more. Here's my least favorite part of that sequence is they use the theatrical poster from 1982 <laughs> for his video game poster. I was like, come on. Well, it's because they were trying to tie tie everything that the original did into this one. Oh, like, come on. <laughs> what are we doing? Also, something else we should mention. Um, you never see the word legacy at all in the movie. Oh, really? Because the movie opens and it says Tron. Oh, you never see legacy. I thought I just missed it or something. No. Well, because I thought the same thing. I was like, I thought it... Where's legacy? And then yeah. I was like, "Oh, it's impl- it's implied legacy because you know after Flynn goes missing, it's, it's, it's they insane. say yeah. you know they say you know what will Flynn's legacy leave? You know and what? anyway, right? Um, okay, so that was my one qualm. So yes, yeah, so the movie takes place in 1989. Flynn is now since we last left him, he's now the CEO of income well because he was the ceo like one day after uh, yeah he the got day out. after he got out yeah the day after like an hour later he yeah because so. and that's something else they say is that you know he took control of the company in 1982 which means yeah it was like same day <laughs> same day uh dillinger got fired and the company <laughs> the the chairman was like hey, you know what man this guy right here he's gotta be running which, which by the way who killian murphy is supposed to be is dillinger's son yes yes uh which was a very, a lot of people, which I, I agree. I mean, it, a lot of people were upset that you bring in Killian Murphy, you clearly are setting him up yeah. for the next movie. Well, you know, there have been examples of this before because uh, you're right. It's shitty because it's like, I love this guy. I want to see more of him or whatever. Right. Uh-huh. Not in this particular case. He's a bad guy. Who cares? But, um, if you've seen the girl with the dragon tattoo, uh, David Fincher's uh, girl with oh, the dragon yeah, yeah, tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Of course I have. Um, the gentleman who plays uh, Flag in um, Suicide oh, Squad. Joel Kinnaman. Thank you. He's in the movie. He's in it for like two seconds. He's basically an extra. Okay. 
because he his character is in the other books. Oh, so they were right? going to set him up. Exactly. And so, but... But uh, since they couldn't get a sequel off the ground... It never happened. And so we have this very famous person... Well, and it's the same with this one. Right, you know? exactly. They, they, I, you know, because most filmmakers... Hang on, everyone. We'll get back to the plot. You know, because most filmmakers assume... Like, you know, we're going to we're going to set this up for a sequel because why wouldn't we get a sequel? But then when you underperform the 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 production company that funded you this and in this case it was Disney, Disney. and Disney was like, yes, you guys didn't bring in what we thought. Right. This was a set, I think, 170 million. It was the most expensive movie up until that time. 170 million. And most, I think most of it was visual effects. Duh. Uh, visual effects and costuming, uh, from what I read, because it was the most expensive costume budget, too. Well, because they had to have lighty up suits. Yeah, lighty up suits. Lighty up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so I don't I don't fault the filmmakers, especially because this is, I don't know the director's name, I can't think of it, but this was his directorial debut. Um, so I'm sure he was like, Unbelievable, they're giving a first-time feature-length director uh, this, $170 million. And like, don't fuck this up. Yeah, it's like, what... Okay. And especially considering uh, I, I knew this from the special features when I first got my, my dual pack. Um, he has a degree in architecture. Oh. Which explains why the buildings look the way they do because he apparently sketched them yeah. and was like, we're going to use these. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. So, you know, they set up Killian Murphy to be the villain in the next movie, but the sequel never came. Yet. I mean... It has now been officially greenlit. I think they're writing a script right now. They waited too long. No one's going to give a shit. <laughs> well, I mean, the same could be said for this one. I mean, yeah. And <laughs> guess what? No one did because they didn't make the money back. So, <laughs> uh, but anyway, okay. So, so Finn, so Flynn, CEO of Incom, he has now a seven-year-old son that we're just now meeting. <laughs> um, but he disappears. But he just. Dis- oh no! Oh no! Um, and then the, the movie, and in my opinion, very smartly decides to jump 20 years into the future. Yeah. Um, Sam is now a 27 year old man. I did like the, uh, the TV exposition. Yeah. I liked that. That was, that was cool. I I liked the, uh, the TVs and the whatever. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, very, uh, it made me think of shit. What movie? There's a movie. There's another movie that kind of sort of does that. In that similar style, uh, but I can't think of it. Well, now I'm mad at you because you oh. want to. Oh well. So we jump 20 years in the future, and Sam uh, isn't running the company. He's not running Incom because you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to. You don't trust like that. Uh, <laughs> but he is the largest shareholder, which means <laughs> that he... I didn't like. By the way, that clunky ass dialogue on oh, the roof. The... Oh, the yeah, your your boss reports to the chairman, and the chairman reports to the shareholders. And who do you think the biggest shareholder is? And it, I don't know, some kid. Now, that I didn't like because I don't know if I, as a security guard, would know who the majority shareholder is of the of the building I work for. Especially, and, and no, and also... That was silly. But Why did he chase him to the roof? I don't know. And he got on the fucking ledge with him. Okay. <laughs> and I know it sounds like I have other grievances, but I mean, I can't, I can. It's funny, right? It, because he's like on the ledge. And it's like, dude, and you willing Sam to is die for this? Clearly, What's yeah, wrong with you? Yeah, Sam is obviously, I mean, and the guy doesn't know that he's wearing a parachute. So the guy clearly well, thinks he's suicidal. Dude, speaking of that parachute, I laughed out loud of how long he waited to open that thing. Because he would be... He would have been dead. He would have been liquefied. <laughs> on the Because you open it too late. You need to open it immediately. Yeah, as soon as he jumped, he should have popped that But shit. even then, you're hitting that ground too hard, man. You're at least breaking legs. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, <laughs> so Sam being the, I guess, majority shareholder. And a superhero. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, because he's Johnny Five. He's Johnny Five. Yeah, he's Johnny Five. Um, it's a good point. <laughs> uh, but, but I guess we can, and see. I don't know business. I don't know how to business. But apparently, because he's the majority shareholder, if he wanted to run the company, as we see at the end of the movie, he could at any time. He could just step in and be like, "Hey, I'm running this bitch now. You're all fired." Yeah. But he wants to, and so 
he has decided to once a year prank the company. Um, and in this instance, it is on the biggest release of their most secure software, which is so vague, I should point out. They took a lot of cues from the original, and I'm sure you can agree with me on this, of putting a lot of computer-sounding words yeah, yeah, yeah. and smushing it all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Even though it's like they should know better by now. Because yeah, we're, this is two, two, 2010. Yeah. They... Uh, like we knew computer words by then. I mean, Bill Gates and Apple were head-to-head by this point. You should have known what the fuck you were talking about. Now, of course, as we all know, Kevin Flynn is an Apple user because uh, he used an Apple computer in the first one, and yeah. it's in it's in uh, Sam's bedroom. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> it's an Apple. Uh, well, be, yeah. well, because it's an iMac or whatever. It's like one of the first. It's iMacs. just a Macintosh. Uh, it's a Macintosh. That's right. Uh, or because it's, it's got the goofy looking grin looking. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's just a Macintosh. disc slot. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's because you know Jobs pretty much funded Pixar. That's true. Which Disney owns. Yeah, anyway, it's sleepy. We'll stop that. Okay. Uh, don't be tired anymore. <laughs> okay. I'll okay. get right on it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, see, and like that whole that whole sequence. Even though I enjoy it. Uh, of the board meeting. Well, yeah, yeah, it is very, it's like I said, it's just so vague. Yeah. Like this is our most secure operating software. Okay. How, how is it secure? Well, they already know, you know, they don't need to tell. Oh, they don't anybody. need to tell the audience because the writers don't know. So That's they're right. like, you know what? They already know. The, the audience will probably, they already know. Yeah. The people in the room know. I love the chairman's explanation. Which, uh, this year we put a 12 on the box. Yeah. That I liked. Which is uh, very uh, indicative of modern day. You know, like with iOS 15, minor changes, and there's just a 15 on there. Yep, we know? put a 15 on it. We put a 15 on it. So. Uh, but this is when we're introduced to Killian Murphy, yep. uh, what, as we were just talking about. As Edward, never see him again. As Edward Dillinger the second or junior. Um, yeah, after he... So Sam's prank was to take this new secure software that they, I guess, are going to sell, and he released it for free. Yeah. Um, and I love Killian Murphy's whole like, uh, just say it's a little gift yeah. from uh, for income, and then he fucks off, and we never see him for the and rest of the movie. We never see him again. Um, he died. Oh yeah. Uh, to to quote uh, a very special uh, episode, or Zach Morris is trash. After being embarrassed in front of the entire board, he fucking killed himself. Yeah, that's right. He killed himself. And so he killed himself. He, he's dead. Um, <laughs> so okay. <laughs> So, I, we really need to fast forward. So Yeah, so anyway, so Alan so, shows up. Yeah, yeah, what's and, his face? He's and, there, he's a board member. And he, he's like, he's like, your dad paged me. Yes, I still own a pager in 20, uh, 2010. He said to be buried with it or whatever. Like, always have it on me or whatever. And then Sam finds a secret room in his dad's arcade and inadvertently uh, sucks himself into the computer. Yeah, and then... Because the motherfucker reads laser control. Sure, I'll activate that <laughs> and get sucked in the computer. And now he is in the new grid, yeah, um, which is where the majority of the movie takes place, which is, like I said, I genuinely thought you would like that way more. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, I liked it way less. Uh, <laughs> I liked it way less. I, I didn't like. Okay, did you like there were more games in this one, though? Yes and no. Oh, fuck. Because, yes, of course, I, I like the game stuff. That's fun. Uh, no, because they, I mean, <laughs> Bibbling, I get it. Okay. <laughs> Let's say you're. I'm going to have to really pay attention to how many times yeah. you say this now. Because like, if you, let's say you, you, you've been playing uh, Grand Theft Auto three and then you jump to five, right? Uh-huh. It's going to be different. You're going to. Right, things are going to be smoother. Things are going to look different. They're going to be slicker. Right, you'll be able to do things you weren't able to do in that original game. Right, uh-huh. right. Okay. The light bikes, man. Like they changed, they changed the light bikes, and and what I liked about the light bikes in the the first one was of how simple the game was. Uh-huh. Right, you could only move in a straight line. Right, you can't weave. Right, uh-huh. it's a straight line. Boom, boom, boom. Get them done. Right. This one, you can do whatever you want. You know, 
So, but you're <laughs> so that's my complaint. You're answering your own question, though. I know, but I, I didn't like. It. <laughs> I, I didn't like that you could do whatever you want. I I liked the simplicity of the original. Well, because as we've been saying by this point, you know, games have become more like sandboxes where you can do whatever you want. Yeah. So they had to mirror that. I know. I know. I know. I know. I. <laughs> I get it. Okay. But, uh, but did you, okay, did you like the new suits in this one, though? The suits were cool. The suits uh, were really cool. The suits were rad. Uh, they yeah. morphed onto their bodies, and when they put the armor on, the armor, like, uh, like connected to each part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the identity discs weren't just frisbees this time. No, they were not just frisbees. They... Although... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that, that was cool. That's not... Okay, uh, now I want to ask you this, because I want to know when you figured it out. They're also weapons, which is insane. Go yeah. Ahead. Well, they were weapons in the original, too. Barely. Um, when did you figure out that Rensler was Tron? Was it towards the end of the movie, or was it at it the It was beginning? when they told me. Oh, it was when the movie actually told you that Rensler was Tron? Yes. Well, they don't do... Yeah. And it wasn't meant to they were trying to hide it. He still has his T. It's just red. <sighs> Yeah. Um, See, I wouldn't have even have. Caught but it. they did a good job by keeping his head low, so uh-huh. his helmet blocked it. Right, 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 um, right, right, right. Smart, 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 smart. I I missed the hockey helmets. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the well, helmets this time were so red. I, I, really I wonder if uh, I wonder if Marvel took their cue from this movie, you know, because that has the helmet like morphs around them. Yeah. Like with like. Yeah. You know, uh, Tony Stark and stuff. Honestly, they came up with the nanobots just because they were so sick of having, like, a real helmet on everybody. Yeah. It's like, you know what, man? Just, like, have it zoop, zoop. Like, RDJ, wear this uh, motion capture suit and... Uh, we'll just, you know, we'll just do it. We'll, we'll just do it in post. We'll do it in post. We'll do it in post. Um, um, speaking of doing it in post, so I'm 90% certain I said this last week and I want to retract uh, or uh, redact this statement. This was not the first time of uh, digital de-aging of Jeff Bridges. I think it was the first time of how they did it like this, but well, it was not the first. I would also say it's sort of, it was the first time you used it, a, a movie used it, so you can go, <gasps> how do they do that? Look how young he looks. Uh, the, right? fir- the first example would be uh, our boy David Fincher. Yep. Uh, for The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. But for that one, it's a little different because that one, of course, it's embedded in the narrative and it's so important, right? But in this one, it's just, you know, it's sort of for like... The way they did it for Kurt Russell in Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Part Dos, right? Part Uh, Trip? Yeah, Part part Dos. Part Do. Yeah, Part Do. Uh, Because... (laughs) Uh, I, I even told mom as soon as I got out of the movie I go you have to see it you're gonna lose your mind because yeah, that... mom was in love with Kurt Russell in the 80s and I go you're gonna oh, lose I mean who who was I know right I'm like you're gonna lose your mind because of how perfect it looks and how young he looks right it's yeah. sort of like it's almost taking the audience back in time as well Yeah. so I think that that's what this is doing where well, Benjamin Button is not trying to do that correct. they're trying to just tell a story right this right. one it's kind of like well and they have to show that Clue, Clue's back. Uh, Clue is a program, and obviously programs do not age. So he had to look like young Jeff Bridges. And it was a little clunky. It was. The de-aging's a little clunky. Because how they did it, um, they used a body double who would do the scenes with the actors, and he would be wearing the motion capture helmet, um, and he had markers on his face, and then they scanned Jeff's face... And then I think used photo references from the original movie to yeah. get him back to that age of 30 years old. You know, it just didn't seem as natural. I think that, you know... He looks like fa- a video game character. Yeah, with the face movements, right? Yeah. It's a little, like, stiff, right? Yeah, oh, and, he, well, and it's, it's... And you're right, he does look like a video game. And it, well, it's also, it falls into the Uncanny Valley situation. Yeah. Um, which, if I'm being honest, most... Uh, a lot of the criticisms about the movie, I remember, were about that. The de-aging? Yeah. That's fine. Because they're like... Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> um, which again at the time good job yeah i mean ashley uh ashley was kind of half paying attention it's pretty much perfect and now. and yeah. she was like she was like that's she was like even though it does look a little she agreed with me he looks like a little bit like hugh jackman a little bit yeah. just a little bit but she was like but that's not bad it's not bad especially like if you look at another marvel movie like uh 
I know you don't really like this one, but Captain Marvel and the de-aging of Samuel Sam Jackson, Jackson, he looks great. Again, they've pretty much perfected it now. I mean, there's... I mean, well, and also, shout out to our Irishman episode, yeah. Martin Scorsese. Yeah. With how he did it with... Uh, he did you, it differently. Using the trackers on their clothes yeah. to de-age their face. Because he didn't want... Them. Yeah, he didn't want them to wear a helmet or have dots. Or... On their face, yeah. It'd be distracting. Shout out to... Our Irishman episode. Yeah, of course. Oh, Irishman. Oh, I want to see it again so bad. And I, I got it on the Criterion now. Yep. Oh, yeah. I definitely recommend watching on the Criterion. Because, uh, you know, I got the bootleg. Uh, and then I got <laughs> the, the bootleg Criterion. before they announced the Criterion. And then you're like, well, I got to get that one now. Yeah, I got to get that one. Okay. <laughs> so back, back to Tron. So, yes. Um, so, Clue is running the new grid uh, because... Um, Flynn, as we learn through flashbacks, Flynn design this version of Clue to help him build the perfect system. Because Flynn being sucked into the digital world, he realized this is this is the next step in human evolution. Human life living in a digital world. Um, and it needs to be perfect. Yeah. Um, but what he didn't account for were two things. One, um, more computer words smashed together. Yep. Isomorphic algorithms. That I didn't understand. But that's literally it was literally created for the movie. I looked it. it up to see if like it actually yeah, meant like anything. That, I don't know if that nope. meant anything. Okay, cool. It was two computer two computer sounding words <laughs> yeah. smashed together. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm glad they just shortened it and called them the ISOs, which are essentially these programs that manifested themselves. They didn't need someone to write them. Spoilers, don't get attached to those guys. Spoilers. They all die. They all die. Um, Genocide. And, but then here's the second thing that happens. Uh, Clue sees them as imperfect because no one created them. And Clue decides, fuck this. Yeah. And Clue performs a coup. Uh, and <laughs> takes over the grid, commits genocide on the ISOs. <laughs> Sorry. That just sounds so silly for a Disney movie. Uh, there is genocide in this movie yeah uh, this is a disney movie pg disney movie yeah and they commit genocide so much genocide uh, yeah so well i mean technically lost. i mean technically it wasn't real genocide because they weren't real people that's true they just look like people. and olivia wilde's still alive so technically it's not ge- genocide is everyone's dead oh and there was one left so it wasn't true but yeah. it was just mass murder mass murder but anyway um and Flynn has been exiled to what they refer to as the Outlands, which is the only place of this new grid that he didn't touch because he did have the forethought of, I don't want any programs getting out. Yeah. Uh, but then what begs the question is, if he had succeeded and he was able to bring the real world into the digital world, how would you have gotten out? No clue. Um, right. Now, it, it. so he's been stuck in here for 20 years, right? Yes. Uh, and it's because, like, much like Inception, in uh, in Dream World, time moves slower. In Digital World, time moves slower. So he had more time in the digital world to work on it and get things done, and it's only like an hour or whatever. Yeah, he said, yeah, hours in here were minutes out there. Right. But he didn't get out in time. And obviously, if he can't get out in time, he can't open it back up. And so he was lost forever shout out to a meme and uh, hopefully future rain puts it on the screen shout out to a meme my mom sent me if you die in the metaverse you die in real life <laughs> that made me laugh so hard hey man i'm still laughing at the barbecue sauce on the uh on the shelf so uh on uh, uh zuckerberg's uh i'm at the is it, is it, in, is it in, in in the meme i sent or is it no it's just it, it's in that video that he made <laughs> describing meta and whatever there's a, a bottle of barbecue sauce, like on just there. The shelf is it is it Sweet Baby Ray's? I don't know, but because there's a video of hang on, there's a video of him, <laughs> like I guess barbecuing while he's live streaming, and he's like talking about Sweet Baby Ray's, uh, great barbecue sauce. Yeah, uh, but he's like, yeah, Sweet Baby Ray's, man. It's like he fucking invented it yeah. or some shit. Well, you know. I mean, he is a lizard from outer space. People so. like that do get a little fixated on things, you know? Uh-huh. People on the autism spectrum, I mean. 
We're not, I'm not laughing at anyone on the spectrum. I'm laughing at Jeremy pretty much saying that Zuckerberg is on the spectrum. Oh my god, have you like seen this guy do anything? No, he's, he's on the autism he, spectrum. He, he's just an alien, bro. All right. Okay. Anyway, anyway so uh, so yeah, so Sam. Uh, sorry, Flynn has been stuck here for 20 years, yeah. and uh, yeah, then we get to see get to see that silver fox in all his glory. Yeah, we do. And I like I liked his bracelets. His, his oh, yeah, he's, he's pretty much uh, he's pretty much just the dude. And you're right, he is like a hippie, and he like you know, especially more so in this one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, he had some hippy dippiness to him in the original by saying man all the time. And how he said man. Yeah. But this one, they really lean into Flynn's a hippie. Yeah. Uh, especially now, apparently 20 years being stuck in a computer. It makes you become a guru. Apparently. Uh, like, I love how he's like, Sam, you're you're messing with my Zen thing, man. <laughs> uh, now, it, here's the thing that I loved. Tell me this thing you About loved. this movie. Tell me this thing you loved. When, when uh, Sam is in... The Kevin's domain, the house. Yeah, right? yeah. His bedroom looks like the bedroom in two thousand and one. Oh, uh, or at least it reminded me of the bedroom in two thousand one, and I really, really like that. Um, go back and watch it. It to me, oh. it really with the bed in the middle of the room, the floor lit up. The you know, like it looked like that. that well, room. I mean, I wouldn't put it past it. I mean, Kubrick, his you know, his touches everywhere yeah, still. That's yeah, that's true. You know. But anyway, uh, that's the thing that I loved about. It. Yeah, but uh, but then we get our. That's it. Then we understand why Sam uh, was he was lured in by Clue because Clue was hoping Alan would come in because he sent the page to Alan. To Alan. Yeah. But when Sam got sucked in, he realized like, oh, like now they're because he realized that if Sam was here. He and Flynn were going to try to make a break for the portal, get them out, and that's what Clue wants. He wants out. Yeah. Classic uh, classic bad guy sticks. Classic bad guy sticks. I want you in, and I want out. Yeah. Uh, but see, but just like Godfather Part 3, they keep pulling him back in. <laughs> yep. So. Um, but so, but <laughs> Flynn, having take on this whole guru and very zen... Um, lifestyle in the 20 years uh pretty much tells sam like no well because sam's like no we need to make a break for it i gotta get you home i'm not losing you again um and flynn's like no like we'll find some other way this is what clue wants Mm -hmm. the best thing to do is not to do anything yeah which i mean both guys are right technically yeah uh but if i'm being honest and i hate to do this i agree with sam I, I never wanna I never wanna disagree with the dude, but you gotta get the fuck out of there, man. They gotta get out of there, you yeah. know. Like, it's so hard for me to watch movies like this and be like, you know, I don't know what it is about me about like with movies like this, but I found myself going, okay, how did he stay alive? Like, don't he have to eat? Well, see, and stuff? okay, and of course when they're eating in there, I go, what is even that? What is that? It was green beans. Yeah, but like... And a fucking pig. Where'd he get it? I and know. what is happening? The only thing I can think of is... Maybe just like with aging, time is slow in there, so maybe he brought all that in there and it's still... I don't know. That is... it's Or maybe... Fuck. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it manifested itself. See, I was I was kind of hoping you'd bring that up, but at the same time I wasn't. Because I was thinking about it as I was rewatching yeah, it today. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, of course. how the fuck did he get a roasted pig into this computer? And, and he, this is another thing that, that got me was, uh, and then I'm done with, uh, for now. <laughs> for now. Is when Olivia Wilde Olivia Wilde uh, saves Sam and then busts out the, the place, right? Uh-huh. She's like, oh, this, they, they can't because their vehicles can't handle it. And I go, what's stopping them from doing that to their vehicles? I mean, it's a computer. You know because... What I mean? I don't think they can create any of those vehicles. Okay. I think Flynn did. Okay, so Flynn's the only person that can do that. Well, yeah. yeah I guess that makes sense. But well, again, yeah, because remember, like... remember, towards the end of the movie, they're like, what is he doing with all these programs? And Flynn goes, well, Clue can't create his own programs. He can only repurpose them. I see. So. Okay, okay, okay. okay. That makes a little more sense. 
But the food thing drives yeah, me crazy. Yeah, the food. Yeah, the food. I can't answer that. <laughs> the food thing drives me crazy. I can't fucking answer that shit. I like they're all eating at the table. Like, wow. Because yeah. I, I see, and I distinctly remember it. What do you go to Costco? Do a Costco run? I distinctly remember it being mush. Like I feel like the first time I saw it, they were just eating mush, or maybe I wasn't paying attention. I don't know. Yeah, you weren't. Paying but um, but uh, Sam's like, Dad, I love you, but if I can get out, I can I can help you. And uh, this is when we meet Michael Sheen's character, um, which I, honest to God, think they just told him to do whatever he wanted. Um, yeah, it's like, hey, we want to get Michael Sheen on set. It's like, well, do you see what he's wearing? Why don't we just like put him in the movie? He already fit. Like, I feel like he was already wearing that. Probably because he was. Uh, I read that he was big fan of the original, and when he caught wind that they were doing this, he wanted to be in it. Because his managers were trying to make sure Disney didn't find out, so they didn't try to offer him a lower rate. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, he, but apparently he would have been like, I don't give a shit. I want to be in this movie. For free, I'll do it. For free. Uh, but yeah, because his character, Zeus or Caster, yeah. it's just he, he's just all over the place. I know. He's he's cracked up the entire... He's but, nuts. But that's, but that's it. And, oh, I, I, and, and I feel like it's because... I was telling Ashley, I feel like because they were going to kill him off... Spoilers. Um, they pretty much like you know he doesn't need to have a distinct trait yeah he's gonna betray Sam but he doesn't need a distinct thing like cause we're gonna kill you yeah let him do anything he wants cause uh, what's and something I pointed out and maybe you caught it too is how the fuck did he learn how to do the tramp thing you know the whole like with oh. the with the cane I was like you mean to tell me <laughs> in in this guy's history talking about like the war that he fought against Clue. He learned how to do the tramps, like, niche, <laughs> like, yeah, they cane get, thing. They get Turner Classic movies down there. Uh, and so... Could you imagine? Yeah. It's the only movie channel they get. Yeah, they only get Turner Classic movies. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, but at this party uh, that Sam meets Caster, uh, I just want to point out, uh, our... My robot dads are there. Daft Punk. Daft Punk is there. Um, which they also big fans of the original. Yeah. Um, the director said that when he met to interview them to score it, he felt like he was being interviewed because apparently they were like, well, "Okay, well, what about this? What about this? What yep. about this? Are you going to keep the spirit of the original?" And he was just like, "Oh my god. Oh my god." Which, if no, if you haven't figured out already, the soundtrack is the reason why I wanted to talk about this movie. Daft Punk. Uh, which I, I'm going to save that for a little bit. Okay. Uh, but yes, yeah, so then Caster betrays Sam and we're yada yada through a lot of stuff. That's fine. Um, and then we, because the, the whole point of this is if Clue gets Flynn's identity disc, then he's got his way out. It's the master key, essentially. Yeah. Uh, but evil is thwarted. Flynn dies. Uh, and Sam gets out with Cora, Olivia Wilde, who is an ISO, and uh, they for sure fuck. <laughs> Ashley, Ashley was like, dude, what are you doing? That's a robot. I was like, no, it's a program. And she's like, same thing. You know what? Yeah, kind of the same thing. <laughs> um, I agree with that. So, like, that's another question I had was uh, what is going on with this physical manifestation? Oh, the, the fact that she actually came out of the computer. Looking like Olivia Wilde. Yeah, that's wild to me. That's what? That's Olivia Wilde? Thank you. Could but, you imagine if they're like, hey, you look a lot like Olivia <laughs> Oh my God, that'd be so funny. Like that fucking um, Ocean's 12 thing. You look a lot like Julia Roberts. Yeah, exactly. I um, do? As said by Julia Roberts. The best. Um, movie's still great. I don't know, 13 was better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's the movie. So, um, oh, did you watch the, the short film that they made? No. Okay. So no, there is a little bit more to the story of Tron legacy. What? They made a 10 minute short film uh-huh. called Tron the next day because uh-huh. you know, Tron's all about the next day thing. Um, where Sam has taken control over Incom. He's fired the whole board. <laughs> I told you it happens in a day. Well, because well, it, when he comes out of the computer, he tells That's so silly. He tells Alan, "I'm I'm gonna take over the company. I'm making you chairman. I'm gonna need you at the company tomorrow." Yeah. But anyway, well, the the, the short film is more about. Is Killian in that one? No. Okay. 
Uh, but he's referenced. Okay. Because uh, Ram from the first movie uh, shows up, the actual programmer of Ram, uh, same actor, shows up because he has started this movement called Flynn Lives. And it has started from when Flynn disappeared. And this is, even though it's called Tron the Next Day, it bridges the gap in when Flynn disappeared to the events of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, it talks about, like, how the company seized control from Alan when um, the Flynn Lives movement sort of died out and then was resurged again when Sam started playing his pranks on the company. Mm-hmm. And then when Sam took over the company. And so it's revealed that Alan has been funding uh, Ram. I, I don't know the actual character's name, but he's, he's been funding him for the Flynn Lives movement because they're both... They both believe that Flynn was still alive and is still alive. Oh. Um, and But Alan's like, I think it's time we put the Flynn Lives movement to bed because now that I'm chairman, I want you back at Incom. Mm-hmm. We've got control of our company. And this is where they were referenced about Killian because uh, Ram says, like, well, what about Dillinger? He's like, Dillinger earned his place. The kid stays. Implying that that's how they were going to set him up more in the, in the next one. Um, and then it ends with Sam showing up at the, at the company and reporters are like, Sam, like, what do you have to say? What do you have to do? And he does a very just kind of goofy thing that they've done a lot in movies where they're like, you know, what do you have to say? And he unzips his jacket and opens up his shirt and it says Flynn lives. And then it, it, it ends. Okay. Uh, well, okay. That I didn't like. <laughs> Well, that's fine. It's only on the. It's all. Uh, I think it's on all the Blu-rays. Oh. Okay. So if you go back and watch your Blu-ray, you can see. Nah, I'm good. It's. Uh, I mean, it's interesting because it does. It answers some other questions. Right. But. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Right. But implying that Flynn is still alive after the, like, and Ashley called it when the uh, when Flynn's telling Sam like how, you know, the everything perfect was right in front of me. She's like, oh my god, he's gonna die, isn't he? I was like, uh, I mean. Maybe kind I of. don't know. I don't know. I mean, he explodes. He does explode. He explodes. My sp- man, uh, my man rebooted the system. Okay. Yeah, he exploded like big time because like he like like absorbed clue and yeah. then exploded. Well, because also through exposition, because Sam says like, why doesn't he just destroy clue? And Cora says, well, if he were to destroy clue, he would have to reintegrate with him. And neither one of them, can, it would destroy them both. Oh, here's what's really funny about that. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I don't know what they say at all. And I watched this movie yesterday. Uh, oh, man. Okay. So the real reason why I wanted to talk about this movie, <laughs> the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've made it clear. And if you, most people don't know, I am a big fan of Daft Punk. I have uh, their album Discovery on vinyl. I'm about... I'm going to try to get their other ones because I just, I love, I, I like electronic music, but how they do it, I, I love it. Uh, just because. Cool. I've never heard of them. So I'm just kidding. I was, but, uh, <laughs> oh my God, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, but I, I've never really heard um, of them. So and, and they consider the soundtrack an album. They like, you know, like how Queen considers the Flash soundtrack an album of theirs. Yeah. Like, it's not just like, oh yeah, we did this and we had fun. Uh-huh. Like, no, they can like. They consider this what an album. Suffian thinks that about Call Me By Your Name. Second time we've mentioned Call Me By Your Name. Uh, <gasps> Call Me By Your Name? Call Me By Your Name. Tim uh, Shaman? Because, like, Suffian Stevens did the uh, soundtrack to that one. And I love Suffian Stevens. I think, a lot of, I think a lot of artists do that. I want to say Mastodon did that for one movie where they considered the soundtrack they did. Yeah. Uh, I don't listen to Mastodon. I mean, if, if they do, like, the full album, you would, you would assume, like, yeah, of course they would just consider it a part of their discography. Yeah. You know? Well, so the reason why I love it so much is because what they did by combining a real, like, symphony orchestra with electronic music, it was just, it just blows me away. Like, I was listening to the soundtrack. I was actually just listening to their discography while I was doing my uh, inventory count at work, and I got to this one. I I did it backwards. I did uh, Random Access Memories, their final album, and then I went to this one, and... I was just like, man, fuck! I forgot how good this is. Yeah, because it's it's tight, it's tight. Got to be. Um, especially that they 
play the song, play one of the two of the songs in the actual movie. Um, and I just I just loved it, bro. Yeah. Um, because it I feel like it maintained the electronic score of the original, but adding a, a deeper element to it mm-hmm. with this full orchestra. Right, 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 right. Because some of the songs aren't electronic at all. It's a, an actual orchestra. Yeah. And and you know they composed it, but then there's songs that are very Daft Punk, very electronic, uh, like with the song that we're using to start and end uh, this episode. Um, well, I mean, I know you're not a big fan of electronic music, uh, nope. as we've had heated discussions of <laughs> Gambino's final album, Charles Gambino. Um, but I mean, what what was your opinion of the score? Well, uh, when I finally started noticing the Daft Punk score, it was when he's uh, rolling up to the club, right? Uh, yeah, the end of line club. Yeah, when Sam is going up to the club, I was like, okay, that's Daft Punk, and it's not bad. You know what I mean? It was, it yeah. was fine. Uh, I did notice the orchestral score at one point, and I was like, okay, cool. I remembered someone did this. I, I had forgotten. And so I was well, like... Well, because it throws you off. You're like... like Daft Punk did this? Daft Punk? And so I was like, oh, I, I remember him saying someone like well-known did this soundtrack. And then once he went up to the club, I was like, oh, it was Daft Punk. That's right. Oh, sorry. It was Daft Punk. It was Daft Punk. That's right. And then it didn't even occur to me that they must have also composed the orchestral yeah. stuff, which is cool. I like that they can the... you know, wear many hats or helmets, as it were. <laughs> not anymore, though. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. They're not dead. They're just, they don't. No, no, no. They're dead. They're dead. To me. Anyway. Um... Well, and something, I, I love the soundtrack so much I bought it. And I'll show it to you because I think I've got it over here somewhere. Oh, it's a CD? I'm, I'm, I'm pointing at my CDs that I haven't updated in about six years because I don't buy CDs anymore. No, no one. I buy vinyl. <laughs> and I buy stuff digitally. I buy A-Tracks, so. <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> if they if they started making cars with A-Tracks? Yeah, I buy A-Track it. players? I buy A-Tracks, so. I my know. dad still has some like in a box somewhere. That's cool. Um, I have a cassette over here too on my little knickknack. Knickknacks and bric a brac shelves. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, I just I guess so. Uh, the soundtrack's dope, yeah. and that was the whole reason why I wanted to talk about this movie. Yeah, because this isn't a music podcast. I mean, yes, you and I are also big fans of music too. Um, but I I knew I couldn't convince you to do one whole episode on just music. Plus, I enjoyed the movie. Like I said, it was my first real exposure to Tron, because yeah. I knew I knew of the original movie. I'd never seen it, so there were things that I didn't get, but there were things I understood mm-hmm. with this one, not seeing the original. Yeah, and then of course, um, if anyone out there like myself played a movie, uh, played a movie, played a game called Kingdom Hearts Two. Um, have I told you about Kingdom Hearts? You know War Games? <laughs> yes, I know about uh, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, so it's uh, if anyone doesn't know, it's a joint venture between game developer Square Enix and Disney, where Square Enix develops the story, but it integrates a lot of Disney characters in it. Well, in uh, Kingdom Hearts 2, they go to the grid, uh, and they meet Tron, and that was... I was like, wait, this is Tron? I was like, this looks nothing like the movie I just saw. Um, and so I was like, so I got really obsessed with it. And then my dad, as a gift, bought me the two-pack on Blu-ray. I was like, all right, I'm going to watch the original. A lot of discs in that thing. I looked at it. Yeah, there's a there's a 3D Blu-ray because this one 3D was a big thing. Big thing. Regular Blu-ray, Blu-ray of Tron, uh, digital copy, when digital copies were actually a physical thing that you had to pop into your computer yep. before you could just redeem the code. And then I think there's like a special features disc. There's a lot of discs in there. There's a lot. There's like six or whatever. There's a lot. There's a lot. In a, in a, in a container that's only this thing. I know. It's um, but yeah, and then, and then I watched the original and, and I dug it. Um, I do enjoy, so opposite of you, I do enjoy this one more. Okay, that's fine. But I think it's because uh, it is nostalgic for me considering this was the first one I saw of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, there is a third one on the way. They officially greenlit it, and I just think they are. I think they're working on the script right now. They are hoping to get uh, Olivia Wilde and the actor who plays Sam back, uh, and that would be dope because I, I'd love to see what they do next. Yeah. Um, 
Like maybe they go on a, uh, a scavenger hunt through computers like Timmy Ooh. Turner does. <laughs> trying to get that email back. Because isn't that the whole point? Yeah, because he sent it to Trixie and... And uh, didn't realize... And like, it wasn't like the correct one or something like that. Something, I don't remember, but... It yeah. was like, hey, yo, girl. Let me see... Show me what that thing do. Show me what that thing do. And, uh, and then he was like, oh, no. I gotta go into the computer now. Yeah, exactly. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's uh, if anything there's we missed. Any uh, any well because I, I mentioned the 2001 thing. I mentioned you know wishing that he was pulled into the 82 one, which would have been really cool. I think uh, mm-hmm. to do you know go back to the black and white rotoscope thing. Yeah, uh, that would have been tight if uh, if this movie made in 2010 used rotoscoping. That would have been really cool. Yeah. But I think I think what Disney was thinking when they decided to do this was like. We got to make it bigger. We got to make it better. Not impossible, by the way, to do rotoscoping these days. Um, there's a. I'm trying to think. It was an Amazon original show miniseries uh, with Bob Odenkirk. He's in it. Uh, called oh. Undone or something. Yeah. And it was it, amazing. Isn't it also, isn't it, it the girl with Alita Battle Angel? Yes. It's completely rotoscoped. And yeah. Yeah. I know the one you're so talking about. So good. Well, didn't they do rotoscoping on a Scanner Darkly? Well, yeah. Too? That was before that. That was before 2010. So. Was it really? Yeah. That was like 06. Isn't that also David Fincher? No, that's um, Richard Linklater. That's right. Of course yeah. it's Linklater. Yeah, Linklater, man. We will do a Linklater movie for just sure. to let everyone know. For sure. Not next week, but uh, yeah. Um, Actually, it is. I do have one on the list for uh, for this season. Well, I eventually want to watch the Before Trilogy. And it's not going to be a Scanner Darkly. So, uh, but <laughs> I, do, I do have a Linklater on on the list for my strange films. So we're going to have to for sure do like a, an anniversary episode of days and confused though. Sure. I got to figure out when, I but not next week. It's my pick next week. Yeah. I, know. I get to choose. I know. I know. Uh, well, I can't think of any oops. I forgot. So uh, I can't either. So, so like, Jeremy, are you ready to wrap up, wrap up, wrap up? I am. And you know, like again, I didn't like this one as much. It was, it was still fine. I, you know, I didn't hate it. You know, no. will I watch it again? Downfall, but I will watch the first one. Um, <laughs> Did uh did Haley watch this one with you or no? No, she fell asleep almost immediately. <laughs> <laughs> was she like, oh, there's computers in it? No, okay. I watched it late. Though. It was late last night, so she fell asleep. Could immediately. you could you imagine if that like uh, like hey, you want to watch this movie with me? Oh yeah, sure. What's in it? Oh, it's about computers. No, I'm going to bed. Yeah, I go, I go sleep now. Yeah, I I sleep. I sleep. I sleep. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I am. <laughs> Just a little disappointed you, you didn't like this one more. I, I understand. I, for sure, the whole time I was watching it, I was even telling Ashley, I was like, I was like, I think he's really going to like this one. Yeah. I think he's going to like this one more. And she was like, why do you think that? I was like, well, you know, the thing he really liked about the original is that he, he wanted them in the computer longer and they're in the computer longer in this one. And I was like, there was more games, you know, yeah. and the style is a little different. I was like, I think he'll really like yeah, this. Yeah. But I mean, you know what? I've Wrong. also made you Wrong watch movies. Close. I've also made you watch movies that you f- flat out told me from the get go, I will not like this, and you didn't. Yeah. So. No, but this one, you know, I, I didn't hate it. I, I it was it was fine. You're just indifferent. I, yeah, that's a good one. Just, yes, I have no feelings one way or the other. Who knows? Maybe in uh, maybe in five years, I can convince you to rewatch it. Yeah, maybe. And then you'd be like, you know what? No, I like it. Yeah, you know what? Relative I, to the third one, yes, I like it more. Oh yeah, for sure. Like once the third one comes out, if I see it. Or well, what would you what would you do if the third one comes out and you're like, fuck, I really like this one. Yeah, well they're gonna black and white runners got it. Uh, no, uh, they're gonna get so fucking cool. They're gonna get fucking David Fincher to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's gonna be like, what the fuck? Then I would watch it if it was David Fincher. Could you imagine David if, Fincher's Tron? Could you imagine if fucking Disney hired Fincher to <laughs> do anything? To yeah. yeah to, you, all right, Fincher. We want you to recreate. Uh, what's a, what's one of the ones they have? We want you to recreate. No, they've already done Sleeping Beauty. Oh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I was, I, was, I was gonna say one, but I don't feel like getting canceled. So I'm gonna tell you off, Mike. Okay. When nothing is recording. Cool. He was uh, gonna say Song of the South. Anyway, uh, let's uh, let's go. Actually, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, your picture himself. <laughs> did, yeah. So uh, okay. Yeah, be, cool. okay. Well, again, I understand. Uh, I get it. Uh, but you know what? Did you enjoy these two episodes? Yeah, I did. 
Okay, I did. And well, well, with you know, with with the first one, with especially. bridges, it's always a good time. Yeah, I mean, you can, like I said, in a lot uh, of Jeff Bridges this season. Yeah. 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 All Jeff Bridges. We're just gonna do <laughs> next season. It's all Jeff Bridges. All Jeff Bridges. We're gonna do Crazy Heart. We're gonna do Iron Man. Last Picture Show. Oh yeah, hell yeah. yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! All right, buddy. What are we talking about next week? So. And I've already asked you some questions, but I yeah, wanted to be I, surprised. And honestly, I don't know if you're going to like this one or not. I, well, you know, because, you know, I'm leaning into the strange films, you oh, know, fuck. and I'm worried. I'm scared. We did Requiem already. Oh, God. Um, which it, I loved. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, you loved. I did. I did love it, uh, which I recently learned that uh, Emily does not like it. Yeah. Uh, which is a little disappointing. It's fine. But it's okay. I, I get it. It's not for everyone. And so... Double's out dildo, not for everyone. When I saw this, I went... I went with my dad because he wanted to go. He was like, I want to get out of the house. Let's go to the movies. And I was already going with Kale. I was like, all right, we're going to go see this movie. Okay. Oh, fuck. Like, haven't oh, seen God. it. Oh, God. I'm so, so I scared. Said, Listen, man, I haven't seen it. All I'm right? so scared. And when the movie was over, dad waited until people left the theater. And he turns to me and goes, what the fuck? was that like was like what the fuck was that? you know he was he was a little upset um and next week we're talking about mother fuck <laughs> no <laughs> god yeah. damn it yeah um i love this movie i think it's great oh uh, fuck i know why people don't like it but i, I have it. actively avoided this movie amazing but it's not on my never list yeah not because i was open to watching it i was actually hoping that it would never come up yeah Fuck. Yeah. So next week we're talking about Mother. You know, it's... Listen, I'm excited. Um, oh, oh, God. I mean, and I know what happens in the film. Okay, cool. So you know. I um, haven't seen it, but I know what happens. I think seeing it's going to be a little different um, than just, you know, hearing about it. Because uh, it's uncomfortable uh, to well, watch. And... In the in the beginning and in the middle, it is just uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to watch because it's awkward. But then once it ramps up, it ramps up, and you're like, "Holy shit!" Well, like, look, you know, I get it. I I understand the <laughs> point. We keep saying that a lot. That counter's going way. I up. know, dude. I'm gonna have ah oh, fuck. I'm gonna have so much fun keeping track of that. But look, like I get it. Um, I I, I get the metaphor, and I don't want to say it yet because I want. People who haven't seen it, no. And we do it next week to be surprised. It, but I get the metaphor. But can I be honest with you? The metaphor to me is sort of secondary, and it's a little pretentious. Like this is like obviously, yeah, it's super pretentious. I, I think the movie itself is pretentious, but and that's I saying like, something because you love Aronofsky. I do. Uh, he can be pretentious sometimes, but <laughs> I remember I was listening to because. Um, one of my favorite podcasts, uh, Enter the Void, did right. this as an episode and. Uh, they had a, a guest on and she was saying that she went to a screening that Aronofsky was hosting and he opened with, I'm sorry for what I'm about to do to you, like with this movie. And I was like, that's pretentious, right? It's like, don't just assume, right? Don't like be like, oh, I've made the most upsetting film in years. Like, uh, fuck you. Like, to me, it was more of I loved the... The pacing, I loved the ambiguity, I loved the getting to dive into it and get to piece together what's going on and retroactively going, okay, this that's what that was, that's who that was, they represent this, that represents that, yeah. right? There's a few things that I don't agree with in terms of representation and metaphor and things like that in there. Um, but again, I just love how fucking crazy it gets at, at the end. I, I, I think that, you know, it's just... It's entertaining and it's weird as shit, and yeah. that's my that's my go tos. So, um, and you know what? And I'm not going to complain because I <laughs> I have told you the two nevers that you and will, I and I have not mentioned those. And yeah, and you know what? And I'm I'm going to let it slide because yeah, you know I know you next week we're doing silo. Uh, fuck that. <laughs> I will I will purposefully watch a completely different movie and be like, yeah, man. So like. <laughs> this is why I loved The Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, okay? <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> the worst of those movies. Uh, but, alright. I do this bit where, if I remember um, to do it, if someone asks me, like, hey, what's this movie about? 
if I remember, I will give them the synopsis to Cruel Intentions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's Ryan Phillippe, it's Aaron Michelle Gellar. They're like, wait, I thought this had Steve Martin in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're Ryan Phillippe. Yeah, Ryan Phillippe. And, and so, like, <laughs> they want to have sex with each other, and they can't because they're steps. And so, like, first off, that movie's dope, and I really like that movie, by the way. And has and has no one if if they want sibling love have they never seen Clueless? I know, right? Like I love Clueless. Okay, we need to end this episode now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next well, week, mother. Yes, we, we yeah we hope everyone enjoyed part two of our Tron or or my more so my Tron. Uh, see, uh, 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 not trilogy, the two parter, uh, and we'll see you next week for mother. <laughs>